Hello, this is Father Michael Eads from the Toronto Oratory, and you're listening to Lexio et Oratio, a short spiritual reading podcast followed by a reflection. Abandonment to Divine Providence by Jean-Pierre de Caussade, S.J., Book 1, Chapter 1, Section 3, The Work of Our Sanctification. How much more easily sanctity appears when regarded from this point of view. If the work of our sanctification presents apparently the most insurmountable difficulties, it is because we do not know how to form a just idea of it. In reality, sanctity can be reduced to one single practice, fidelity to the duties appointed by God. Now this fidelity is equally within each one's power, whether in its active practice or passive practice. The active practice of fidelity consists in accomplishing the duties which devolve upon us, whether imposed by the general laws of God and of the Church, or by the particular state that we may have embraced. Its passive exercise consists in the loving acceptance of all that God sends us, at each moment. In the name of the Father, and of the Son, and of the Holy Spirit. Amen. Angels of God, our guardians dear, to whom God's love commits us here, ever this day be at our side, to light and guard, to rule and guide. Amen. Most sacred heart of Jesus, teacher of teachers, have mercy on us. Saint Philip Neri, gentle guide of youth, Apostle of Rome, vessel of the Holy Ghost, pray for us. In the name of the Father, and of the Son, and of the Holy Spirit. Amen. This distinction that de Cossade makes is of fundamental importance. The distinction between the active exercise of abandonment and the passive exercise. He says the active exercise is about accomplishing the duties and the passive exercise is the loving acceptance. And it's in these two practices, the active and the passive practices, that our sanctity consists. Actively, we have to carry out as best we can the duties of our state in life and the duties that the church makes known to us through God's revelation. All of our responsibilities we have to take seriously and at each moment we're trying to do the will of God, conform ourselves to the will of God. And it's called active because we ourselves have to choose to do those things. And if we don't choose to do them, they won't happen. But conformity to the will of God is in some ways more about the acceptance, the loving acceptance of things that we don't choose, but which happen to us, which the Lord sends us. Think about Jesus in the agony in the garden. Father, if it's possible, let this cup pass from me. But not my will, but thy will be done. 
if it's possible, let this cup pass from me. See, our Lord is both passive and active. He's having to accept in a loving way that the Father is going to allow him to undergo this terrible suffering. But then he has to rise. He has to go meet his opponents, the people coming to arrest him. As he says to the apostles, rise, the hour of darkness is upon us. And he will be obedient. He will not flee. He will go and accomplish what the Father wants him to accomplish. So let us ask the Lord tonight to help us fundamentally accept this distinction and to realize that we have the power within us to both do the will of God and to accept the will of God. And why do we have that power? Because as a human being, we've been made in the image of God. We were given the power to accomplish things, to carry out the Lord's will, to work in the garden, to name the animals, to work with the sweat of our brow. But we also fundamentally have the power to accept what is. Not simply to try to bring about what's not yet, but to accept what is, what is the case, what God has done, is allowing to happen to us. These two powers within us need grace because so often what's being asked of us, either actively or passively, is well beyond our own unaided ability. But nothing is impossible with God. Nothing. In the name of the Father, and the Son, and the Holy Spirit. Amen.